Welcome to episode 161 of Flight Football and Anything Else. I'm Dave. I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? I'm better than most, not as good as some. How are you, Mike? Six down, 15, 20 to go. Six down, 15, 20 to go. Prior, the week before New Year's. I'm puzzled. I can't remember. I was um, weighed myself. Old REH here weighed himself. All right. 226. I don't uh-huh. remember if it was 226.0 or 226 point something. Yeah. This morning, I didn't, I skipped a Sunday weigh in because I knew it wouldn't be make any sense to weigh myself on New Year's Day because the 31st, 1st, and 2nd, there were a lot of beer and junk food. So, right. I skipped that Sunday and I weighed myself. Uh, no, actually, I skipped the eight too because I said, "Well, you know, there's no use weighing myself right away because I know I put on water weight after the two twenty six weigh original weigh in." So weighed myself this morning. It was two twenty point one, so six down, and the goal is two hundred two hundred five. That's my goal weight. Gotcha. So yeah, that's good. Good to have goals. I jumped on board with a loyal listener, uh, Rick. He mentioned to me that uh, the fasting, so I don't eat anything before one noon, 1 p.m., and I don't eat anything after 8 p.m. Now, oh, yeah. depending on how the beers flow tonight, you know, if, I'm, <laughs> if, if they flow right. real good, I might go home and nibble on something while I watch the end of the Bengals-Ravens game. But right. otherwise, I don't eat anything yeah. beforehand. And, it, and then plus, with the week before Nick went back to school, lifted three days with him, and then last week, Grant and I started lifting again. Oh, so good. Four days lifting. Getting there. back into it. Yep. So even to, even if squatted with the knee. Wow. How'd that go? Felt good. Yeah. I wasn't using the weights I was, but you know, sure, you sure, sure. Start up yeah. and build up. So yeah. And you know, I asked the doctor. I said, "Can I start lifting?" He said, "Yeah." And then he said, "And then I said, you know, even carrying." So, oh yeah, you're you're fine. And then I said, "What about squat?" And he was like, "Oh, his eyes bugged yeah, out." <laughs> Well, I don't know about squatting. I'm like, well, well, because they probably they, they, figure you're loading up like yeah. three or four plates and on each side. And, and he's like, well, you just got to listen to your body. I'm like, all right, well, fair enough. Yeah. So, all right. yeah. well, what, yeah, but anyway, so yeah. Now, you know, these selections aren't going to help contribute to any weight loss, but I, I oh, got they def- these selections will definitely not. I've help. got from Monday through Sunday to yeah. clean it up. So. Yeah. All right, well, so the first selection we have on tap here, um, not literally on tap, but everybody knows what we're talking about when we say that, is the peanut butter milk stout from Left Hand Brewing Company out of Longmont, Colorado. I never use my left hand. <laughs> hey, you got to get used to yeah. using that yeah, button. We, we've yeah, got it now. You got to use it. Yeah, I always forget. That's you what gotta, she said. Actually, you got to get that marked. It looks like the rim yeah, shot it can't, sticker it, fell off. It did, it did. It, so. And I got to get different stickers. They don't work. But anyway, uh, the details on this one is 6.2% and 25 IBUs. All right, I'm guessing it's going to be. And I noticed you opened that bottle with your uh, certain teed uh, bottle opener. Yes. From... Uh, from Rick as well. He's given out bottle openers and diet plans. He's a, he's a jack of all trades, if you will. Nice. And I've got the certainty hat on today. And the uh, co- the cooler uh, hoodie. Yeah, I just I don't want to yeah. cheers over top oh, of the call. Yeah, cheers. cheers. Oh, the peanut butter oh, smell. Big uh, peanut big. butter. 
Yes, that's a dessert beer. For sure. Eat your steak or burger or whatever your dinner is and have a piece of, uh, tastes like, it's got a Reese on the bottle. It's got a, basically a Reese's peanut butter cup, but I almost yeah. taste like a pumpkin cream pie. Kind of. I think because you can't really get, and you don't want to get the stout taste out of there, mm-hmm. but I think with the stout taste, it doesn't necessarily, yeah, whatever, what you said, I agree with. I'm a little leery about mine just because when I poured it and I didn't pay too much attention, I got almost no head on this thing. So stouts aren't stouts. I've got a little yeah. bit there, but stouts aren't typically. I got a particularly flat, like really milky. Like oh, there's that's no. Solid. That's a solid stout pour. All right. All right. Um. Anyway, Dave, before we get started today, I guess what our listeners. Or our Facebookers, I guess, technically, just because you're on our Facebook page. Right. You don't have to be a listener. We'd like you to do both. But anyway, their message to us basically is the KISS theory. You know, keep it simple, stupid. Because last week's Mount Rushmore generated probably even more than the wrestling and whatnot. Right. Just activity upon activity. So I'm not going to read everybody's selection because there's so many of them. That it, it would just be, get redundant, like Lucky Charms, Booberry, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, blah, 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 blah. So, special shout out to Jerry Shop, Julie Bailey, Jamie Wendy, Brian Barrett, Nate Meisel, Spilling the Nachos fame, Rick Sampson, Christy Shrims, Shelly Dawson, E.K. Watson, Tammy Ballinger, Jeff Laporte, Caitlin Rift, Larry Shop, Christy Young. Michael Gordon, Justin Ryman, Liz Peters, J.R. McClellan, Jennifer Skelsey, Nick Witzke, Zach McClellan, Mark Williams. Mark Williams, I'm not sure. I know he's listened once or twice, but he may just be a Facebooker. But Mark Williams even put his on there. Eric Wally from uh, Tweaks Corner, who our new entry music is from. New intro music, yeah. Eric Goslin, I believe is also in Tweaks Corner. Eric's going to have to correct me on that. Uh, Mary Ellen Grace. So many, many... People got on the Facebook, gave their Mount Rushmore of cereals. And what I did is a rough count. By the way, folks, counts are unofficial. I kind of just r- quickly went through all those names and the Mount Rushmores of those names. We had 25 people contributed 35 different cereals. And the Mount Rushmore of cereals, based on our 25 people that have participated in the Mount Rushmore of cereals, Frosted Flakes came in with nine, Cinnamon Toast Crunch seven, and then we had a six, I can't read my writing on the other one, but Fruity Pebbles and, oh, Raisin Bran. Fruity Pebbles and Raisin Bran were tied with six. So there's the Mount Rushmore, according to the, and those numbers that I just read did not include your four, my four. Oh, okay. So. All right. Because Cinnamon Toast Crunch actually would have been eight if I'd have counted mine, but I just right. counted the listeners. So, And then there were Raisin Bran was six, and there were two Raisin Bran Crunch with two, but I separated those because those are two different things. Oh, they are, they are definitely two different and things. I, and Shelly and I believe Mary Ellen were the two that voted for Raisin Bran Crunch. And I'm like, I've never even heard of that. And then I was getting some tortillas out of our pantry, and lo and behold, <laughs> we have a box of Raisin Bran Crunch in our pantry. Nice. So, I don't know when I'll ever eat it, though, because it's not eating before 1 o'clock in the afternoon. That's going to be tough. It, you know, unless Liz yeah. is working late, and that's my dinner one. Right. Day, so. so you're just basically, you're eating liquid coffee beans 
is basically your yes, meal till before till yep. one. Yeah. So anyway, thanks again for participating. Not sure if we have a Mount Rushmore yet today, but we do. I'll, I'll try to keep it simple for everybody. And we do. We actually to told we actually told listeners last week to start thinking about the Mount Rushmore for this week, and it was crazy dishes or crazy a crazy dish or crazy combination of something that would fit in a bowl or between two pieces of bread or on a plate. All right. Something like that. <clears throat> so. All right. We'll get to that later though. So let's, what yeah. have you, what have you watched since the last week? Uh, no time to die. Daniel Craig. Both of these were on prime. So that was Daniel Craig's last uh, job or last acting job as 007. I really like that one. I don't, I don't know if I like it the best out of all of them. Maybe the best out of the Daniel Craig Bond movies, uh, but I've—that's the second or maybe third time I've seen it since it came out. Uh, I was just looking for something to, something action-packed, spy type of a thing, and that one popped up. And then again, um, right after that, because I had started it a little bit early, like around six o'clock or something, and I just I wasn't quite tired enough. Looking for something along those lines again, and Six Underground. Have you seen it? No. You should, because it's got your bromance guy, Ryan Reynolds, stars in that one. It's, it's a movie, then. Oh, yeah. All right. Yep. Six Under, never heard of it. Yeah, I didn't watch any shows, but it's uh, Six it Underground. Or... No, I think it's been out for about a year, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and he's just, he's a... He's a billionaire with an axe to grind, gets a team of experts together. Um, they even make reference to Ocean's Eleven in the movie um, because they're trying to, they're not trying to steal anything per se, but you know, they've got a job to do and they've got different people that have different expertises. So it's kind of along that genre, uh, but it's egregiously violent. And I think, did Michael Creighton do that one? I think he did. I think Michael Creighton might be the director of that one. The right. Jack Ryan and, okay. you know, kind of all the spy stuff. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, there's, I mean, you, I, you would enjoy it a lot. I th- so it's I'm not a sure. comedy then? No. Okay. I mean, it's, Ryan Reynolds cannot, yeah. I don't think he can have a character where he's not his sarcastic, you know, sometimes asshole self. Which I, I hope I said that right, yeah. but we understand right. kind of what I'm talking about, I think. But yeah, no, it's. There's some comic relief, but it's no, it's okay. a serious. All right. Yeah. And on Amazon Prime, you said. Prime. All right. Yep. But, and the only other things I wanted to watch, but didn't get a chance to, I couldn't find my, I couldn't find my password to my HBO Max that comes with my AT&T subscription. Yes. But there's a stand-up comedy that they keep advertising again and again and again. And hopefully I don't mess up her name, but Atsuko Oka. Oka, Oka Tsu. You're messing it up. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> it sounds like. Anyway, it's uh, her stand-up is called The Intruder. I don't know for whatever the the description and everything looked really interesting. I wanted to, I wanted to check that out. But I'm looking forward to the next season of Foundation. That's an Apple Plus, Apple TV Plus, kind of a sci-fi thing. And the next season of Halo, but it's kind of iffy whether they're gonna. I think they started production, but. I think I read it in an article somewhere. It's not going that great. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Um, speaking of seasons, on Apple, M, what's his name? M. Night Shalaman? Yeah. 
close enough. That servant. Or yeah, they, okay. That, I, looked I saw inter- it. that looked interesting. And then I heard it's like the fourth and final season. I'm like, well, fuck, I didn't even know that the first three existed. So I don't know if I want to tackle that. Um, I had two things. I, I've been actually this morning, I was telling Liz, what else did I fucking watch? So I think there was three things, but I can't remember the one. And the, the, the second one I'm about to mention took a lot of our time. So maybe it was only two, but the first one, ESPN plus, if you have it, once again, I know in the past in the, the pod, I've talked many times about the uh, 30 for 30s, the ESPN films. And even if it's a topic of uh, opening bottles with your eyelids, you know, like yeah. you, you look at it like, oh, that doesn't yeah. sound interesting at all. But they do such a good job of it. You're, you're captivated when you watch it. Yeah. And what I watched was uh, Jeanette Lee versus, mm-hmm. and that's about the old pool player. The, in the right didn't she wear the glove yeah that the, the one, one that wore the she, gl- was, yeah. she was known as the black widow mm-hmm. and kind of a smoke show back in the day and then now current times you look at her and you're like she didn't age well and then i felt like a fucking grade a heel because it, when you watch and see what she's been through in the last 10 15 years you're kind of like oh all right well you look good for that okay <laughs> so so she's been through the ringer yeah okay yeah a lot of different i mean no drugs or nothing like that but yeah um but a, a lot of stuff is, you know, when, and she looks so for all that having happened, you say, okay, you look good. Well, for Mike Peters to say she's been through a lot and not to, you know, yeah. <laughs> suck it up, pussy. No, she, kind it, of a, yeah, it, it was tough. But that was interesting because yeah. all the women hated her because she was so good looking. She was a good pool player. Yep. And she kind of stayed to herself. So she came off as a bitch, but she actually really wasn't. But so if you have ESPN Plus, it's not Jen, it's Jeanette Lee versus, and then. Stumbled upon it. Oh, the third thing I did watch, I knew I told you I'd remember it, Liz. I finished after months of it. It's a slow burn, but watchable. The Shrink Next Door with oh, um, yeah. Will Ferrell. Yep. And I didn't know if guy, I, I would like him in a more it, serious. It's, I'm not going to recommend it, but I, it was one of those things Yeah, where it's like, you know what? You know, like Elaine on Seinfeld says, when she says, that, that, you know, Jerry says, there's food is terrible. She said, yeah, but I've, I've ate 12 lousy subs. You know, I want my free one. So, <laughs> right. and that's how the shrink next door was. But it's based on a true story. So all you got to do is Google it. You'll get the facts of it. And like, but yeah, the the shrink, and I can't remember the guy who he played. He's also um. Not Seth Rogen, but he's like Seth Rogen in that he produces a lot of shit. Paul Rudd. Oh, I was going to yeah. say Ant Man yeah. was. Yeah. I was kind of. I was going through his current. Yeah. Yeah. So Paul Rudd. So that. So that was the other thing. And then the one I am going to come out and give it a full double thumbs up endorsement. If you if you have Apple TV, Bad Sisters, ten episodes, fifty one minutes an episode borderline you know chick series okay you know know, forgive me for being sexist but you know there are certain things that you know but you and i can't relate to or yeah but there was enough stuff where it's quality you know know, there's some humor in it yeah you know not not you not enough sex for my liking but there's a little bit of that but yet you're recommending it. Yes. Okay. It, it, excellent. In fact, it, like I said, 10 episodes, 51 minutes an episode. Liz and I started it Tuesday and finished it this morning. Wow. Okay. No, I take that back. We finished it last night. 
yeah, more on that later. We finished it last night and we didn't do anything Wednesday because I had to uh, go to Timbers and hold my uh, fantasy football redraft, which I solely the commissioner of as not a participant. And, you know, so we didn't watch any of it. So we watched Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday and blew through it. And it was great. Now, the only thing that I find kind of a head scratcher, I thought it was a perfect 10 episode season. They, they tied everything up. No cliffhanger, this, that, and the other thing was well done. Excellent. Liked it. I'm giving it a double thumbs up here on episode 161. And then Liz was kind of like towards the end of the last episode, she was Googling it. And it's been renewed for a second season. And I have no fucking idea where they're going to go. I mean, there's nothing left right. open. Huh. No storyline, yeah, no plot but, line that's I left mean, open. I, or... You know, I guess there's some ways I could see them going with it. But yeah. I I was content with it being 10 and out. Yeah. See ya. Well, a lot of times they'll end it with a. <gasps> right. And then, you was, know, and boom, you know, the screen no, goes black, but maybe I they'll. Was do- I was dotted, yeah. T's were crossed, and book was closed. They'll open it up that way then. You know, yeah. in the new yeah, season, there's, there's ways they could go with it. Sure. But you're like, okay. Yeah. I don't even know any of the characters yeah. names, but I, here comes Susan. Dun, 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 yeah, there's you know, none, and then and you're like, oh. there's, I guess if you're a real, 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 real movie or TV buff, you might say, oh yeah, that's so-and-so from such and such. I didn't know anybody. In it. There's okay. not one big name in it. Okay. Not even a cameo. Right. So, but yeah, that's <laughs> bad sisters on Apple plus. So okay. that's my recommendation there. Nice. Uh, I would like to mention, did you go to church yesterday or today? Yesterday at four. Yesterday. I would say that it's, it's, it's very, very seldom where I don't get anything from church. Do you know what I mean? Like I walk out and I'm like, eh, most of the time I do like 99.9, whatever to infinity, however you want to say it. But today was a day where the sermon, I mean, really connected dots and made me think. And it was one of those days where I'm just like, wow, Pastor Julie really did it up. She had, she had a topic that just was, had a point to make. Do you know what I mean? Yes. As opposed to a lot of times it's, hey, you know, remember this is the way that we want to behave, or this is the way that it's kind of supposed to be based on verses of the Bible, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Just to get, just because, hey, because we all get away from it, right? We do our sinning during the week, and then got to get reeled back in a little bit, maybe. I don't know, but that's what the that's what it was about today. It was about, well, you know, you know, yeah, what? Not even all all week. I'm in there thinking, what if the drapes match the carpet? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, is she is she retro or all natural? You oh know, my god! You know. I thought you were talking about the drapes in the church. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> All right, well, you eventually, yeah, no, you and you I eventually are, caught it before you, we you were you were on you and I are on different different planes when we're in the when we're in the pews. All right, anyway, apparently, <laughs> okay. But uh, and the other thing I'm thinking is like there better be the blood of Christ left when I get up there. Oh yeah, and that's coming later in the pod. Okay, so anyway, but today was about the point was. You know, when we think about, when you think about sin, you know, is it like, like with overeating or with, you know, not wiping the toilet seat or not saying thank you to somebody or something like that in the well, whole overeating would be gluttony, which is, is one of the seven deadly sins, correct? Wiping the toilet seat down. I don't think that. Yeah. But is under- it one of the seven deadly ones out of the Bible or is that one of the seven deadly ones out of like, you know, like 
just standard English or old school literature. Well, I don't know whoever made it up. Do they have the power to say that? I just assume yeah, I that know. I just assume the movie seven was was authentic. Yeah, I, I would imagine. That's sad that I don't know that. But anyway, let's continue. I think it is one of the right. ones well, out of the Bible. Well, wiping the toilet seat down, I cannot believe it's a sad. Well, whatever. But I'm just saying, like, the point is, and that was not one of her examples, but the whole point is, is that, you know, she kept going back to, like, these things that we typically would think of, you know, sinning. And I kept thinking, like, you know, well, like, when I say fuck on the, you know, is that kind of, this is going out to the world. So am I sinning sort of kind of in an, in a way No, it, we talk or, about or, that. or a, that's what she said joke No, or something. That, those okay. are, if those are sins, then. Okay. You know, <laughs> you know, I'm going with the five finger death punch lyrics. Is it better to serve in heaven or better to reign in hell? So that the point she kept going back to is like, did God really send his only son? And did he go to the cross to save us from that? Do you know what I mean? So those are probably aren't what we're being saved from as categorized. So like, you know, you and her are on the same page, you know, or, you know, those that are giving that type of a sermon. So, and I never thought about it that way because I, you know, for those people that take a lot of stuff you hear from, the Bible or what's sinning or what's bad or what's good, or, you know, you're an asshole or you're a good person, you know, and walking that real straight line, I was kind of, and then I thought the way some of the things she was saying, I thought, is she talking about me on the pod? And then she brought up Martin Luther. Now being a Catholic, you probably don't, you haven't had a lot of Martin Luther stuff <laughs> preached in the Catholic church, but um, she said, this is a quote from- Not related to the celebration holiday of tomorrow that martin luther no other, yes yeah no i just want our listeners to know the yeah. difference you know mr. We're, we're Lutherans, mr king had a dream correct no martin luther jesus did i get the right name then now you got me second guessing myself yeah, there's a martin luther yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah okay i'm talking to him okay yeah, yeah yeah your martin luther doesn't have his own day <laughs> right well he's got sundays well yeah that's... for every lutheran <laughs> so anyway that's where the lutherans get their name anyway she said, and I quote from Martin Luther, people that drink beer and sleep a lot probably don't. People that drink beer and are, God, what's the quote now, pastor? People that drink beer, you're pretty, you get lazy, right? You drink a bunch of beer and you're just, you're on your butt because you're buzzed or whatever. Uh, and people that sleep a lot don't, neither of those people probably have a chance to sin. So let's all drink beer. Now, you know, yeah, I'm a Lutheran, but I think now I'm a fan <laughs> after hearing that quote. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, well, all right, podcast on, let's go. I would say, but the only thing, the only, that's a fine line though on that, because I'm going to say 99 out of every hundred bad decisions I've made, alcohol has been involved. Well, there's, there's probably, it probably wasn't thought in the realm of taking it to that extreme. Oh, all right. I mean, if you have a beer or two probably is, was the, probably oh, the original yeah. thought. Well, if you have a beer or two, that's not going to make you We lazy. weren't talking about a case or yeah. half a keg or. Yeah. Yeah. So. But I just, I, I wanted to give a shout out because I thought, I thought that was pretty cool. I, you know, I, I, that connected a lot of dots and. Had gave me some clarity. All right, I'm trying. Well, what was said on uh, Saturday? 
you were busy thinking about something yeah, else was, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'll I'll start taking notes at church. All right. <laughs> I go for the communion. Yeah, I got you. That's yeah. where that's my salvation. When they run out, like I say, we'll get to that. Well, I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to like, you know, we're all on the same team, but you know, if you ever get really, really frustrated with, you know, getting shorted on the blood of Christ, yeah. I mean, you just you come over to Faith Lutheran and everybody gets their own cup, man. Right. Well, yeah. But and then the, yeah, so that's whole <laughs> and if I'm story. serving communion, I'll fill it to the top for all you. Right. There Thank you. Go. you. And uh, if you go to the end, I'll just give you the rest of the chalice. Perfect. What was the one last thing on that church? Fuck, I was going to say something else. Now you'll think of it. Yeah, so we'll get to it. What do you, th- what do you think? Should we rate yeah. peanut butter milk stout? Oh, this is a nitro. That was the head. That's yeah, what's uh, going that's on. I, mean. I didn't even notice the big nitro on the I'm an idiot. I didn't, well, neither one of us did. How is that's that possible? I said. I, said, I said I didn't even notice. Yeah. So it is, it's a milk stout nitro, and that's why I got the funky, it didn't, I didn't get that carbonated. All right, sir, uh, I'm going first. I'm going to give it a, th- I'm going to give it a little better rating than I was going to give it, simply because now I know it's a nitro, and that's pretty much what a nitro is supposed to, I'm going to go 3.45. All right. Decent peanut butter taste. Um, yeah. As far as my expectations of a peanut butter milk stout, it was, it was right in there. It was good. See, now I also, cause I actually had this, I was thinking to myself after two drinks, this is probably my first two in a quite a while. Mm. It, it was bland, wasn't popping, but I don't know if it got a chance to breathe and the nitro, you know, maybe, maybe the nitro got it because then. Towards the end, the the flavors got richer and deeper. So I went straight up three All because right. the finish was good. But like, if if I'd had to rate this after one or two drinks, it was two point zero at best. Yeah. But by the end of the by the end of the bottle, it was uh, a solid three. All right. Let's check and see what our friends at Untapped have to say about this. And boop, 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 boop. my fake computer noise because i don't have that programmed into the new board yet uh forty-nine thousand check-ins so pretty healthy sample size 3.83 wow yeah it was good but i mean that's border that's damn near four i don't think that was four worthy oh is this worthy that that was actually this might be the first ever after on tap rating how close are you paying attention i bet and i'm going out on a limb here we have one listener that might get this okay and this is going to be a little different i'm going to give you the name of the song and some of the people in the song singing it okay and you got to tell me what the acronym means without googling it of course i'm just going to say there is one listener so the song is an acronym. No, I'll give oh. you here. Hold on. Okay. And the one listener I'm going to say, I'm going to say is going to be Eric from Tweaks Corner. Uh, follow them on their okay. YouTube page, at Tweaks Corner. And like I said, Eric and Tweaks Corner do, do our intro and ex- exit thing. And I'm going to say he's going to be the only listener that gets this one. Okay. Uh, featuring Tech Nine and Kid Buki. Okay. C as in cat, 
Mm-hmm. M as in Mike. F as in fat. T as in technology. CMFT must be stopped. That's the name of the song. Tech Nine and Kid Buki sing in the song. What does CMFT mean? I think I Tech Nine. If I he's a rapper, pretty yes. sure. And CM. I'm gonna assume the F is fucking. Um. My fucking something. Uh. Cap. All right, well, let's go to break. I'm All gonna, right. I'm going to give Eric a chance to think of it. And then when we come back, introduce the second beer, I'll give you the answer to that question. Hey, I've got a question for everybody. Have you ever had a craving for a home cooked meal over an open flame prepared by somebody who really knows what they're doing, made with the freshest local farm to table ingredients? And to make it even better, to be able to wash it down with your favorite craft beer brewed on site? Then to top it all off, to have this amazing meal in a warm, friendly atmosphere? Well, next time you have that craving, go to the Maple Grill. Right when you walk in, you'll know you're in the right place with the smell of the open grill and the generous selection of craft brews on tap. All you have to do is get yourself, family, and friends to 13105 Gratiot Road in Hemlock, Michigan. It's always a good idea before leaving the house or work to be sure to check out the daily menu posted on their website, themaplegrill.net themaplegrill g-r-i-l-l-e dot net alright Dave before we get to the second tasting I need your final answer uh, I don't have one that, those are my best guesses and I don't <laughs> think anything else I say is gonna you know no so CMFT must be stopped Corey motherfucking Taylor must be stopped Corey Taylor lead singer for Slipknot yeah so. Well, okay, so why? What is he doing? They just don't yeah. like him? That's, he says it's just something that stuck with him, and oh. then they put a song together because uh, everybody, it was Corey fucking Taylor and then Corey motherfucking Taylor, so then they just got creative with the you know the initial CMFT must be stopped. Gotcha. It's actually a pretty catchy song, Tech Nine and Kid Buki. Yeah. And if it's Bookie, I apologize. It's spelled B-O-O-K-I-E, yeah. which... 50, 50 something we are all white guys would read as bookie, but I think it's bookie. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. All the above, not really in my genre wheelhouse. So yeah, I wasn't going to get that one. All right. All right. Next tasting. Oh shit. Yeah. We got to get our glasses and the beard. Jeez. We're slipping. Dave's a little out of source tonight because he, he actually already had at least a third of the $1.4 billion spent from Friday's, um, Lottery, and then when he found out that he didn't win it, now he's kind of like uh, scratching his head as how he's going to pay some of the bills. Yeah, all the all the people I told off and all the yeah, it didn't work out too well. I guess it's I like Huey I should have waited till I actually won. Just like Huey Lewis is uh, working for a living, I get a check on Friday, but it's already spent. So this next tasting is Left Fin IPA. It's a West Coast style IPA from Middle Coast Brewing Company in Traverse City, Michigan. Uh, that's, I, I, is it one of my favorite stops? It's one of my regular stops. I mean, I really enjoy if I can get a table out on the patio deck, I really enjoy going to middle coast. They've had some great beers. You said this is in Traverse city. Correct. Yep. Middle coast. 
M-I-D-D-L-E-C-O-A-S-T. And the particular 7.4% ABV and the old infamous zero or NAIBUs. All right. So let's go. Uh, next week at the North Studio, I'll have three donations from Josh Wendy. Yes, looking forward to Wendy, that. He was at that place in Chicago that had just 30-foot long aisles. He said there was three or four of them, nothing but porter, stouts, IPAs, craft beer. Nice. And he was there for work. I mean, I suppose that would be a little bit of a hike just for a beer run, but right. that did look cool enough to go into. Oh, for sure. So, All right, here we go. Whoop. Yep, got again. You're drinking from the old at Fishman Eight Christmas glass. I got all kinds of stuff. Grandpa Blackhawk's uh, beer hoodie sweatshirt. So, oh, smells delicious. Yeah, you're gonna like this. A little bit of the West Coast piney, but not yeah, overwhelming. Just on the finish. Yep, just on the finish to know you're drinking an IPA. Not not overwhelming, but um, yeah, very tasty. Yes, it is. We'll see how far. Oh, wait a minute. I never wrote down. Let's see. You did a 3.00 on the last one. All right. Got it. Yep. All right. Sports. All right. Well, as usual, we're going to start it with the OV watch. The Capitals played three games. One was last week while we, while we were recording episode 160. They won one to nothing, but he didn't score. And then on the 11th, they played my Flyers on Wednesday and Saturday in a home-and-home. And And my Flyers actually beat the Caps both games. The Wednesday game, Ovechkin did not score. And the Saturday game last night, the 14th, Ovechkin nodded a goal. Nodded. Scored a goal and lost. I think it was 3-1 or 5-1 or something like that. But that gives him one for the week, 30 on the season, 810 for his career, or 84 behind the great one. They've played 45 games, which means they're at the halfway point. He's got 30 goals. If he gets 30 more, that means he'll need 50. It, I think it's going to be a very interesting, barring injury or... Right, know. like we've said, yep. You know, so at the halfway point, you're at 30 goals. You know, you go half and half, 30 and 30. You know, that's not cut in stone necessarily, obviously, but right. it's... He could get to 50. He might need 54 goals when the season starts next year. He'll be 38, and that yeah. should make for an interesting, like, last four or five games of the regular season. You know, oh, yeah. if he's at, you know, sure. 48 goals, can Ovechkin get there? Right. Because now it's, unless somebody whacks him. Right. You know, like the Russian mob or something whacks him. <laughs> yeah. I don't see how he doesn't get it. Especially if he goes on Tom Brady's avocado diet or something like that, he could play till he he's play 40. Forever. Yeah. Yes. He can play till he's 40 and then just be untouchable. And then when he retires, maybe Tom Brady will take up hockey. <laughs> that so That's actually not that um, far-fetched of a thing. So, in, yeah, so, and listeners, back us on this. Flights football and anything else was the first to start the OV watch. So when he is indeed four games away and ESPN has all the millions of dollars of coverage, remember where you fucking started hearing this and stay with us and not that fucking glamorous. Mouse Network. All right, the FBS. I said Georgia on the money line. You could have woke up Rip Van Winkle, right. and he would have told you Georgia on the money line. Yeah. Big deal. I'm not even going to count that as a win. Over six, I said it would be 37-30, which is 67 points. 
I said, bet your over-under accordingly. The over-under was 62.5, so you would have taken the over because 37-30, Fuck Georgia. Georgia had the over on their own. It was 65-7, to so Georgia went over by themselves. Right. So that's a win. I'm going to count that as a win. And then I said TCU plus a 13.5. If you bet each of those games separately, you would have lost probably about $10, assuming you bet the same amount of money on each game. If you put them in a parlay, you would have lost because obviously in a parlay you got to win all three. But I was two and one. And what I've learned from college football, Dave, is college football is broke, and I do not know if it can be fixed. Broke? And, yeah, you're going to explain yeah, yep, broke in what yeah, way? It, okay. It's broke because of this. And I had to. I was listening to episode eighty-four of Spilling the Nachos. Holy Uzo Fetch. We got Tom, Tommy doesn't like IPAs and such, right? But he does like <clears throat> the line that Uzo Fetch. Yeah. And they found a bunch of Uzo Fetches, and they really like Uzo Fetches on Spilling the Nachos. And Nate was talking about this game, and he mentioned, and I'm going to piggyback off it. He didn't say college football was broke, but he said something that I'm about to say. And I, I text him. I said, you fucker. I said, you stole some of my thunder. But I said, I, still, I got my notes already made. I got to talk about it. And what I mean by it's broke is, okay, I, it, it's either in 23 or maybe 24. It's irrelevant. They're going to go from four to 12 teams. Correct. TCU was Georgia one, Ohio State four, Michigan two. TCU was the number three team in the country. If... Georgia beats the number three team in the country by 58. What happened? Because what I'm gathering when oh. when it goes to when it goes to 12 <laughs> right. teams, I know where you're going. With one this through now. four get a buy. Yeah, five plays 12, six plays 11, and so on. What if the 12 beats the five, and then the 12 gets the number one team? What they win by a hundred? Do they have <laughs> do they have to play with eight guys? They might have to tie. They might have to play with one hand. Tied behind their back or something. Or something to make it. Yeah. And 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 that's why I say it, and I don't think it can be fixed. I mean, if you're good with this, it's it's obvious. And you know, I know Michigan fans and Big Ten fans are gonna take exception. And if there's Clemson fans out there listening, they'll say, Hey, Dabu had a nice fucking run there. He was, you know, in the championship game two out of three and we're the ACC motherfucker. I get it. Yeah, you know, I get that. But by and large, the SEC plays a different brand of football. And the reason I say it's, I don't know if it can be fixed. Yeah, you're right. Maybe top to bottom, the Big Ten's better than the SEC because Vanderbilt sucks. Um, a couple other SEC teams suck. Right. So what are you What are you going to do? Are you going to put Michigan, Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, you know, Fine, Notre Dame. Even though Notre Dame really hasn't been all that great in the last few years, but let's fucking yeah. let's put, let's put their. We going to the uh, Pac-12 too? I mean, yeah. Is there any Pac-12 team that is as good as the six I just mentioned? But sure, give me one of the Pac-12 teams. I think they're on the. I think I don't want to. I don't want to say it, but I think they're on the uptick. I think they're well. They're on the uptick till they lose two of their schools to the Big Ten. That's true. And that's what I'm saying. So what do you do? Do you just take those seven teams and say, hey, look, you guys aren't part of college football? I mean, because. You know, if we were on YouTube, this is where the, the, the viewers would see the air quotes. This is college athletics. You know, it's an academic. Come on. Not anymore. Not with NIL and the portal. And that's, and and, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. it's like. That whole thing until, is dead. dead. Until 
you get, and that's what I say, I don't even have, you know, like I had kind of a solution that I thought the NFL could have done with the Bills-Bengals game to avoid a neutral site championship game, whatever, this, that, and the other thing. I don't even know how this can be rectified. All the top names want to go to Alabama. All the top names want to go to Georgia. All the top names want to go to Michigan. And yeah, every once in a while, yes, I get it. You get an outlier. Tennessee had a good year this year, which, by the way, Tennessee's another SEC school. But they played Georgia and got their dicks knocked in the dirt. And I think, and yeah, 65-7, to we'll never know this, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say if Georgia TCU played 100 times, perhaps Georgia wins all 100 I'm going to go out on a limb and say they'll never win by 58 again against TCU. Eh, probably not, no. They may beat them 100 times, right? but I don't think they'll ever beat them by 58. No. I, I, would, mean, I would agree with that. You know, especially when Michigan dominated Ohio State in the last quarter and a half to win going away in Ohio State. Ohio State took Georgia to a wide left 50-yard field goal on New Year's Eve. Actually, it was at the, actually as it turned New Year's Day, basically. And then... Michigan TCU loses to Michigan or TCU beats Michigan and then Georgia just absolutely fucking annihilates TCU. Right. But it was just it was talent one out. They're just no. they are better when you get the cream of the crop in, every single year. And that's why that's why yeah. I said I don't know how I don't know if it can be fixed. Yeah. Because what are you gonna do? I mean, yeah, because every once in a while, you know, hell, not not this year, but the the guy that got ninety five, the soap Michigan State for ninety five million. Oh, um. <laughs> <laughs> whatever his name is. But the the prior year they were good. They were they oh, they, yeah. they represented. Right. They were a good team. This year they were shit. Right. And Georgia hasn't always been the power. And hell, I haven't even fucking mentioned Alabama. And Alabama smoked Kansas State, who beat TCU. So, so, I mean, what do you do? Do you put those eight teams in the league and just have them play each other nine times a season? <laughs> and then, I don't so, know. I think it's, and then I, keep the pageantry yeah. for, you know, Bebop, Alou, you, and William and Mary, and say, yay, we won the Prescott Blue Bonnet Bowl. I got to imagine the powers that be that are sitting there, and they've got all their options laid out on the table. They're just going to take they're gonna take those kind of games, and they're going to shrug their shoulders and go, eh. All right. Yeah, we made to, a lot of money. Yeah, yeah I mean, on to next year. TCU would have been a great story if they would have hung with them right. or if it would have gone down to the wire or if, you know, they would have beat them, which wasn't going to happen. But And that's if we had if we had a member of the NCAA on our podcast, they'd probably say, well, what do you mean it's broke? We made four gazillion dollars, you stupid fuck. And I'd say, well, but, but other than that, it's broke. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you're making money. I get that. I'm not saying the college football is not successful. Right. But to find a competitive balance when – Right, Michigan, Ohio State, LSU, Alabama, Georgia, and yeah. you know, yeah, you got your aren't the, those are the teams. The couple, and, and occasionally Notre Dame. Notre yeah. Dame will you know get in there and yeah, yeah the, the the yeah basically the couple of top teams in your Power Five, particularly those three conferences, right. they're going to probably. I, I can't believe there hasn't been a, a sports writer that hasn't written an article something about the Power Three. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But, and people say, well, it works for March Madness. College basketball. That's, you're and, only putting five kids on the floor at well, a not, time. Not only five kids on the floor, but the sport of basketball lends itself to David beating Goliath more. Saginaw, sure. Va- Saginaw Valley will beat Michigan in base baseball. Well, baseball too. Saginaw Valley will beat Michigan 
at their peak in basketball way before Saginaw Valley will beat Michigan in football at right. their peak. Right. Yeah, every once in a while there's an Appalachian State who comes out of nowhere. Appalachian mm-hmm. State, because of that game, is now in a serviceable college football team. And when they beat Michigan, I can't remember if Michigan was ranked or anything or if that was one of their down years. But I remember that game when Appalachian State beat him. It was like, oh, my God, Appalachian State beat Michigan. Oh, God, what an upset. And that built their program. Right. And it didn't really even damage Michigan's at all. So I guess if it is what it is at this point. So Because I, I don't think there is an answer unless you're right. going to put those eight teams in their own conference and Michigan – Plays Ohio State twice, Alabama twice, Georgia twice, and yeah. Notre Dame twice. Right, and then you just have the college playoffs amongst those four teams, and everybody, you know. And then I think everybody would get sick of that. But it's like, so let's say Purdue. Yeah, Purdue might have been a top twelve team. They were in the Big Ten. I don't know. They had a lot of losses, but they were in the Big Ten tw- championship. Georgia would have beat Purdue by a thousand. Yes, that's tongue in cheek. Nope, they can't score a thousand. There's not enough time in the game. But you know what I mean? It's like yeah, you know, yeah. if Purdue somehow beats the number five right. seed and then they play fucking Georgia in Athens, fuck, they'll be pulling kids out of the student section to finish the game. So, <laughs> right. and, and, and like I said, I guess I answered my own question. If the NCAA is making money, and it's like, well, yeah, we don't give a fuck. I mean, there's all kinds of silly ideas out there too. You could just take all the other conferences and make an all star squad out of that conference. <laughs> Yeah. And, and pit them against, you know what I yeah. mean? The only thing with, yeah, and I like, yeah, I, that, I'm fantasy land, it makes sense, but, you know, obviously well, they would never be able to, land. you're right, they would never be able to get anything together, plan together, because there would be no time to play together. Well, yeah, they have to give them a month to well, which they work do anyway, out the kinks. So. But yeah. yeah, so that was my take on uh, the FBS. My picks were two and one or one and one, if you will. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you see or want to just chat briefly? Now you said on the last pod before the game that you were going to watch the Pat McAfee feed. Yes. And so did you? Did Was you watch it, the whole feed or as much of the feed as you could stomach before no, turning it off? Actually, I I watched the third quarter of that feed because Liz and I were. I thought the game started at eight thirty. Actually started at 7.30. Okay. So the day of that game, Liz and I were watching one of our shows. I can't remember what it was. Maybe it was the first couple episodes of Bad Sisters. Whatever. And then, like, Fisher texts me, and he says something about the game. I'm like, game started already? Yeah, it started at 7.30. Oh, my bad. I have not even watched it yet. And then I checked my phone. It was like six zillion to nothing. And I'm like, oh, this sucks. But then I wanted to see it. So then when we were done watching our show... I went and I watched, I, I made myself watch it because he was entertaining alone. Well, uh, okay, but that's that was one of the, there was, uh, who was it? It was Jimmy Trania was the guy that wrote the article. And he basically, well, no, I'm not basically, I'm going to quote him. It seemed to that McAfee and his teammates were the perfect people to be on air during a completely un, <laughs> un what does that say? unwatchable game can't read my handwriting so basically he was just you know if you were going to stomach the whole game he actually made it and that's what i i I sent a text to my he said you're still watching the guy that graduated a year ahead of us who um i stay in touch with via text he's like you're still watching that game i'm like mcafee is god what and 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 because he he made it entertaining it was like he was yeah hey sir 
you know, some yeah. guy with a big mustache walked by and he's like, oh, what a mustache. You're, you're an American hero. And then like Georgia's, it took him like eight plays to score and they went to break. He said, well, it took it, Georgia eight plays to score that drive. So we got ourselves a nail biter. <laughs> I mean, you know. But you heard about some of the, some of the trouble he's in. Yeah. Or at least, okay. Yeah. Well, but see, and I, whoever said, I don't understand. And I actually read an update. I don't know how updated the article. Oh, you're talking about the happy birthday stuff, right? Well, that was part of it. And that's not even that much trouble. Like, well, he actually could trouble. be fine. Oh, he is going to be fine. But they say they, there's some, there, a later article said that that copyright of happy birthday was actually lifted. So there may not be a fine, but he's like, but how in the world could it's the been in the how, courts? How, but how can you not sing it? So you could do it at home. You could do it at a private party. But if you do it like we're doing it, that's bullshit. technically that's bullshit. Technically, if we were right. to start, if I was to sing happy birthday to you on this podcast and it goes out to the public as a public airing, then that material right. then is, and, and is that's owned where, and copywritten yeah. the, or the copyright is owned by Warner Chapel, I believe. All right. It's been in the courts. And I'm not arguing. Yeah, I'm not no. mad at you or arguing with you, but that's fucking dumb. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. Because <laughs> in other words, agree. you could. So, so I, in theory, I can file, you know, whether or not I get it or not, it's another story, but nobody can say the words flights, football, and anything else. Like, so whenever the NFL says the word football, if I get that copyrighted again maybe the nfl has if a copyright but yeah. if i get a copyright the nfl can't call it football anymore which is stupid how do you fucking copyright right how do you copyright a word well i don't know i think it's a string of words into no, a right. song i mean but the in, song that that yeah. it's uh intellectual property you know like like software that you write or uh like a story or an article or a book so i guess so well, that's really copywritten. Let's say we let's say we have a gazillion listeners, right? And all of a sudden, don't I we? all of a sudden it's we it, <laughs> no we have like three billion. But the goal is a gazillion. Okay. And all of a sudden, I say I start think, saying I'm rolling thunder, pouring rain. I'm coming on like a hurricane. What? Flashing across the sky, yeah. you're only young, but you're gonna die. Won't take no prisoners, won't spend no life. My buddy. So now, because I just said that in midst of a conversation, technically they could. That's ACDC, right? Yeah, so ACDC right. can sue me. Well, or they would probably initially just say, "Hey, you used our song. You know, did you make any money off of it? What was it yeah, for?" Yeah, we made money. We got a gazillion listeners. They just yeah. fucking broke out in the song. Yeah, if you make money off somebody's other, bleh, if you make money off of somebody else's intellectual property, you owe them some cheddar. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, now I tell them I'll fucking buy ACDC. <laughs> now, if you know they could, there's been instances where ACDC could, you know, hey, you know, record sales or record sales, they don't sell records anymore. But you know what I mean. Like yeah. sales have been down. We're kind of we're hurting for a little bit of cash. But what, by you doing that, it's, all of your yeah. billion, everybody, you did us them. a favor, man. That's awesome. You know, they can said, we go on your pod? And then you know something might happen. From they there. said R, they said R E H from F F A E pod, <laughs> fucking nailed it. And we want to sing, and he sings it better. And the next thing you know, I'm on fucking tour with ACDC. There you go. That's the way it should work. Well, you said that was one of them. What is? What else is he in trouble for? 
Um, no, I only saw the happy They called uh, uh, Uga, the the Georgia Uga. Bulldog, Uga. Yeah. He uh, said, that son of a bitch is having the night of his life. <laughs> yeah. And so I saw the video of him defending I, that going, that, it is I, technically, he is a son of a right. bitch. And I actually, that was, that was in the third quarter because I saw him do that. And I yeah. chuckled at that. Yeah. Because like AEW, I'm sure they get fined on Wednesday nights. Their wrestlers drop fuck. You know, fuck on on a live mic. Oh, weekly. Yeah, that's probably yeah. Yeah, I, so I I'm think. sure Tony Khan's getting fined for that, but yeah. And the big one, he's this this one, he's actually getting some actual criticism. Quote: I personally would like to thank you. I would like a thank you to college football community for allowing me to penetrate you this season and be inside of you all year. That's a, that's his, a play on words. His, and if you're offended by that, you're yeah. a loser. Okay, and that's kind of what he said. But in his response, he said, I'm not normally a sexual innuendo joke guy. It's not really my thing. 11 hours on TV for one day, 65 to 7, I maybe got a little loose. And and see, anybody who's actually, there, if you go on TikTok, somebody does a good job of splicing yeah. Like the Aikmans, the Bucks, the Romos, the right. this announcer, sure, that sure, announcer, sure. And, like, and they have a they and, have and, a five to ten second delay too, so they can bleep right. things out. But it's yeah. not even bleeping it out. It's like, boy, he really he really shoved that inside, or you know, just common football term where they're not thinking; they're just watching the game and sure. and say, so, and then if you just listen to it out yeah. of context, it yeah. sounds like you're watching a porno. But see now that one. I mean, I'll even say he should get fined for the happy birthday more than that one because that one is just like, yeah, you know. Right. And and at that point, you know, he's got to be thinking, man, I got to do something to keep people to watch this game because they're going to start turning it off left and right. And then what am I doing here? Right. Yeah. Um, All right. So now on to the NFL, David. Yes, sir. Funny story. Yesterday we had two games. We're coming to the end of the second game here, which will there'll be an update of this game in segment three. But yesterday we had the Niners beat the uh, Seahawks. They just right. rolled them in the second half. They yep. kind of slept walked through the first half. And all the listeners know my youngest son, Nick's a huge Jaguar fan. He was pretty fired up about it. Mike Williams was hurt because Mike Williams got hurt in a game that Justin Staley, I think Justin Staley's the Chargers co- head coach's name, played his starters well into the, the third, if not early fourth quarter. Mike Williams ended up getting hurt. Wasn't even going to be available for the next two games if the Chargers would have made it that far because he was playing in a game that meant absolutely nothing to them. But anyway, I digress. Chargers come in, open up a can of whip-ass on the Jaguars. Lawrence throws four touchdowns, four touchdowns, four interceptions in the first half. 27 nothing. The the fucking stadium, which was buzzing at the start, is just a morgue. Dead. Just dead. And it was 10 nothing, third interception. Chargers are on the 10 yard line. And I'm like, I feel my son's pain. You want the best for... I was more nervous about this game than I would be for a Bear game because as a parent, you want your kids to be happy. I text him. I said, well, best of luck to you, Nick. I can't watch this anymore. I'm done. 
you know, it was it was only ten nothing, but the Chargers were on the five yard line, and like three plays later, they scored to make it seventeen on. Right, and then Liz and I went upstairs. We watched eight, nine, and ten of Bad Sisters, and and that's, just that's had, at the point that I actually yeah, texted you, you, you and text you said I'm and out, and, I'm, I'm out. and I said I was out. That's a wrap. And then like about half hour after that text you sent me, I kind of like went to ESPN.com. <laughs> 30 to 14. All right, well, fuck, they're, they're within a stone's throw. All right, but I'm not going to go watch it. Hey, if they're coming back without me, I'm the jinx. Yeah. And then 30 to 20, missed the two-point conversion. Okay, I get it. Yeah, 30 to 20. And then it's like, oh, okay. Nope, not going to watch it. Listen, I keep watching Bad Sisters. I said, hey, because I'm a fucking jinx. They were horrible. They're coming back. I'm not fucking jinxing it. And then it's they're driving. It's they score a touchdown. It's thirty to twenty six. Get the two point conversion this time. It's thirty to twenty eight. Nope, I'm not watching it. I'm there. I'll feel like shit. Right. If I can. And yeah, listeners out there say, "Are you fucking kidding me? You're you're not gonna watch that. You have no control." But you don't know the way my fucking twisted mind works. Right. I'm not going to watch. It's 30 to 28. Well, there's a lot of superstitious people that. And then kinda... all of a sudden, you know, so we're watching a little more. Yeah. Click the phone. Jacksonville's got the ball. 156 to go. They're at like midfield. <laughs> and I tell Liz, I said, I got to, I got to test this OCD. I got to test this <laughs> jinx, Liz. Right. I, <laughs> so you she, did it. And she was like a little nervous, like, ah, you sure you want to watch? I said, hey, I, we got, we got to watch it. So anyway, we go watch and we go watch Patterson kick the game-winning field goal, thirty-one twenty-eight, uh, Jacksonville. So now I can maybe squash that jinx theory a little bit simply because Jacksonville did end up winning the game. But yeah. as I told the listeners before, that game was an NBC game. NBC is called Football Night in America. And one night we were, the Bears Packers were playing on Sunday Night Football, and I wanted to record it because I know we record we do the pod. And I don't know if the listeners know, but sometimes I get a little uh, shitty, shitty sloppy drunk when we do the no, pod. No, no. So I wanted to record the Bear game just in case they happened to beat the Packers. Which, spoiler alert, they didn't. But instead of hitting record program, I must have hit record series. So now. Every time Football Night in America is on. Oh, it records it. It records it. So I watched the game-winning field goal last night. Liz and I went up to bed. And then this morning over coffee, I said, well, I got to see. And the, the funny thing about it is usually like when a team blow, like the Colts versus the Vikings, when they blew a 33-0 halftime lead, the, the Chargers really didn't do anything egregiously wrong. Yeah, I mean. They, yeah. Jacksonville, just, and, and here's my fucking point. Doug Peterson is an, the Homer Simpson-ish to Dan Campbell's American dad. I mean, you know, yeah, Dan, Dan right. Campbell's a, a younger, strapping, right. physical guy. Eat the kneecaps off of people. Doug Peterson is just like your your jolly neighbor that'll, you know, give yeah. you a, <clears throat> excuse me, where's the cough button on this keyboard anyway? Yeah, There's got to be one. There is. But uh, not keyboard, soundboard. But that's, I think that's a, listeners, if you disagree with me, let me know. But I think 
Peterson and Campbell are a lot alike. The players love them, mm-hmm. and they fucking buy into what they're saying. And I think, like, Peterson, it was a classy interview on the way on. It's 27, seven and a half. And the, the reporter says, what do you tell Trevor Lawrence? And it's like, hey, forget about it and just relax. I mean, we got to maybe pick up the tempo a little bit, but we just nothing we can do. It's over, you know. You know? Yeah. And then that's what he said after a, a big loss early in the season. Maybe it was even after the Lions kicked the ever-loving shit out of him. Yeah. He went in and said, hey, look, the Tennessee game weeks 18 is going to be for the division. I have that's what it is. Let's let's set our sights there. Players bought in, rallied around, and here we are. I mean, they win. Then somebody texts me, ah, Jackson Jacksonville. Yeah, I don't know, no big deal. They're going to get killed by the buzzsaw Kansas City. I'm like, well, wait a second. They're on houses money now. They fucking lost last night. Right, their season's over. Yeah. Well, but it's not. Yeah. So now they go into Kansas City. It's like, well, fuck, we're not even supposed to be here right now because we got we were down twenty seven nothing, and here we are twenty seven seven. But yeah, well, it was twenty seven nothing, and they scored. They scored with forty two seconds left to go in the first half. Correct. So it was twenty seven nothing. So they they, they yes, raised yes, twi- yes, and yes. So they uh, in theory they out, they beat them thirty one to three in the final thirty min- thirty one minutes. So you know, so they're on house's money. It's like okay, yeah, maybe Kansas City does beat them. You know, the Kansas City's the one seed. They're at home. You know, theoretically, they should beat them. But th- this is a, now a dangerous team because now you go in with the mindset of like, hey, we fucking lost last week. I mean, <laughs> we we got beat. We were terrible. I threw four picks. Right. Hey, let's go out and have fun. Yeah. And if you have no pressure on you, right. it's kind of like fighting a guy that feels no pain. It's like, how are you going to beat a guy that doesn't feel any pain? You right. you rip off 44 punches on his face. He's like laughing at you. You're like, God damn, what do I got to do now? So. And then today, in what I thought was going to be, uh, Buffalo should have won that game Georgia-esque. And it went right down to the buzzer, buzzer, right down to the end, and Buffalo beats Miami 34-31. Well, and people didn't even give Miami the, the any chance. So well, at they least they made they should no, the, And so they made a game of it, and no. that's great. And Josh Allen, as good as he is, that cocksucker is loose with the football. He fucking turns that ball over. Oh yeah, a lot. Yeah, either interceptions or fumbles. I mean, you'd love to have him on your team. He's fuck. I'm not taking anything away from him, but no. But he's either. one of those quarterbacks. Yeah, that is running the football, and doesn't he have it palmed like way out here, like running almost straight armed? Yes. And uh, all right, I said it would be in segment three, but listeners, you heard it. You've heard it for fucking weeks. The New York football giants. I don't know why I always say that or people say that because there is no New York giant baseball team anymore. But the New York football giants are currently in victory formation with a 31-24 lead over the Minnesota Vikings. And how have I described the Vikings all year, Dave? Or at least the eight weeks, Dave? Pretenders. Pretenders and fraudulent. They're fraudulent. a fraudulent bunch of fucking team. They're, and... I mean, they kicked the shit out of the Bears, but I mean, hell, but yeah, who didn't? Other than New England, sorry, right. Right, the, that Liz and I, they, they knew right. it was Liz and I's 30th anniversary. They say, hey, let's just get this one for this fucking idiot. So, yeah. and he's, a, you know, hey, there, there's a lot of pieces on the Vikings team. I don't know why I, I, I think they're, they're fraudulent, but they are. The Giants are moving on. They are 
going to Philadelphia, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, because tomorrow's game is four versus five, and the Giants are a lower seed than four or five. So next week, Giants go to Philadelphia, and the winner of Dallas, Tampa Bay, goes to San Francisco. I don't know why, but the head coach for the New York Giants, he looks like a middle school basketball coach. Middle school basketball coach or uh, Curly on the Three Stooges? Could be. Yeah. With a beard. Curly, with, a, with a beard. I wasn't catching, rocked, I wasn't catching that beard. with a beard, but yeah, maybe. All right. So, um, <laughs> ah, all right. Ah, I got to have a better attitude when I hear that right. sound. It's almost Pavlovian yeah, anymore. I, think these I got a cringe. Easy. All right. I got three of them for you. Okay. I'm just going to see how well you do. All right. If you've never seen it, then you're not going to do well. If you're familiar with it, you might do well. Yeah. It's easy when you all know right. the answers. Well, I only had to look up one of these. Okay. And that was the first one. The second one, the third one I knew, which led me to the how close are you paying attention. All right. The first one of this, I'm guessing you won't know. Okay. And the subject we're dealing with is how well do you know the monsters? Oh. Uh... All right. So wait a second. So that's the question. Yeah, the first okay. question is, this is the one I even looked up. Okay. And I'm not even going to hold you accountable if you don't get it right. But I wanted a, I wanted three of them. Because this was actually supposed to be last week when I only had two questions for you. Yeah. But I only gave you one question last week, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Right. And I never did. we never did get to this one. Okay. All right. So what year and how many seasons, what year did the Munsters first air and how many seasons was it? I know when they first aired, it was black and white TV. So let's go 1954. Uh, I don't, yeah. I don't, I, I can't remember when color TV, but I'm just going based off of. So I'll say 54. And what, what's the other and part of the seasons did it go? Well, it went into color TV, so I'm going to go to 54, so I'm going to go 10, 11, 12. I'm going to go, mm, I'll give an answer. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it's in the 12 or 13 year range, so I'll just go 13 years. And that's why I included this one as one of the, number two and number three are the main questions, but that's why I, I just thought this was interesting information aired in 1964 aired in 64 yep so there's black and white yeah even in 64 oh i thought in the 60s they had and this is the one that was a shocker to me yeah two seasons what the the monsters was two seasons so we must have just been watching replay you know repeat repeat after after repeat repeat after repeat after repeat well did they have well, it was 64 black and white and 65 was color? Or did they color I don't, I don't, or did they, they color it? Colorized, I don't remember colorized the monsters. It. Yeah. In, yeah. Yeah. So I remember I, some in black and white. Anyway. So we have, I'm going to go with five characters. Okay. Five characters. What are their character names? Not who played them. Oh, the them. monsters. Yep. Not who played them. What are their character names? This is one I thought if you see here's here's where I'm going to get the problem because when you first asked the question when you first posed it and said the Munsters, I was thinking of cousin it, but that's, well, that's the, the Adams family. family. Yeah, it's a whole different. Fucking I know. Family, so bro. that's I I I'm like nope, that's the Adams family. 
So now I'm, I started getting it all confused and everybody's like, I, you know, I'm sure at this point, don't take your hand off the steering wheel, but people are throwing their hands yeah. up going, oh, Jesus. Well, why, yeah, does, if you, why does Mike even bother asking Dave questions? Because you know. I'm starting to wonder that myself <laughs> because you got to get at least something. You got to give me something on number three. Hmm. Because uh, really there are only, there are five main characters in the monster. Yeah. The school teacher will show up and run away from the house right. occasionally, but that's not a character. Um, yeah, cousin it, cousin Eddie, not Eddie, yeah, cousin Eddie. Ed- Eddie is the son. Oh, Eddie is the son. Eddie, okay. the Eddie Munster. See, this, is I, this, son. Is, this is the problem is I'm getting them cross mojinated yeah. between well, the two shows. There was only one cousin. It was cousin it. Cousin the it. Family, so so Eddie, there ain't no more fucking cousins. It was Eddie. Was his name Henry? No, no. Henry Hank. Who was, who was, what was, what the hell was his name? Oh, God. It's, well, shit, not, it's, come on, Mike, it's well, been. now come on. Not, it's been decades. No, no. no, I'm not giving, I'm not giving any, I mean. I'm not telling you to what, give me any points, but just give me a little slack. No, on. I can't give you any slack. You got to know the lead. Fred Gwynn, what the, who, the, what, Fred Gwynn was the actor. What fucking character did he play in the, the monsters? He Herman. There we go. Thank you. Okay. All right. What was Herman's well, wife's Henry name? at least was an H. I was what like was on the right Henry, path. What was Herman's wife's name? To start with an L? Yeah. I kind of got some usage in the old uh, spank bank as a kid. <laughs> Jesus. That, that's going to help me remember, Mike. <laughs> oh, yeah. Go down. Uh, Her and Alice were in a scissoring contest. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, starts with an L. Live, live, Lydia. Um, <laughs> Lydia, not Lydia. <clears throat> Lily. Lily. All right. The bat that hung upside down. Oh, uncle. That's an uncle. No, uncle grandpa, Fa- grandpa, grandpa, uncle Fester is the Adam family. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the one you won't get, who was the one, what was the daughter's name that wasn't a monster? She was a monster, but not a monster. But she's not a monster. You'll never get it, Marilyn. Thank, thank All you. All right. So if you didn't, if you struggled with the character, the cast <laughs> of the monsters, you you probably don't know where they lived. Mm. Their address. Just I just need. No to hell no. <laughs> oh, come on. No something. Thirteen thirteen Mockingbird Lane. Yeah no. All right. No. I'm glad I didn't say that was a softball no. because clearly you swung and missed. But um. <laughs> All right, so what else you got, Dave? Any other sports? Oh, one last sports thing. How interested. I think it starts, it was either this past Wednesday or this Wednesday coming up after AEW Dynamite. How um, interested are you in watching the Professional Slap League? The Professional Slap League. Yeah. It's, uh, you, they they stand, just stand yep, there and get to slap it's, each it's, other? It's a Dana White production, too. I'm sure it is. You know, so the, I mean, the, the podium reminds you like of an arm wrestling thing. Yeah. But you just stand there and just whack. I mean, and these guys are fucking teeing off. But it's a slap. I mean, it's right, I mean, it right. lead open you, handed. Yeah, and I, and I don't know what dict- dictates the winner or loser. I mean, I guess if you fall down, maybe you lost, yeah. or if you don't like move your head. But that is a that's not a joke. There's no joke. There's no funny business here. That right. is. And then I got this from uh, one of the Jim Cornette shows. He pointed out that it was ironic because actually it should have aired two weeks ago, but that was just after 
just before it was set to air, the professional slap league right. was set to air. There was footage of a domestic dispute between Dana White and his wife in a casino where what what, what did they do? They slapped, slapped each, each other. other. <laughs> and then so it was delayed for a second and then and it was either this past Wednesday or this Wednesday coming up right. after AEW Dynamite. Yeah. Well, they so, should be in the show. Right. And that you know, and, and like Corn and like Corny said, he said, normally I don't really make a joke out of you know spousal domestic, abuse, yeah, yeah, yeah. domestic violence, but he said, What are the odds that you have a potentially million dollar program about to air on a national cable network and you're arrested for the same <laughs> or not arrested, you're charged with the same offense right. that your program is about? Well, they could be contestants. Yeah, they could they be. could be contestants, and they could have a rule where if it's your spouse across the table, um, the one spouse gets a chance to kick you in the nuts if it's too hard or you know, I, don't, yeah. I don't know. I'm making this up on the fly, so that sounded kind of stupid. But you but know actually, I mean? that's actually it's almost like you listen to Jim Cornette because he said if she would have just kicked him in the nuts, we wouldn't even be talking about this. He just thought the irony of the fact that they slapped each other right. with his show coming up was funny. And I've seen some previews for it. It almost looks like it's um, a Big Brother, uh, a real world, or oh. whatever type of setting because – You'll see the guy in the previews, like me and you are like nose to nose, and all of a sudden we tackle one another. So it's almost like we're living in, a, in an area where we're training and everything for this. And the actual slap part of it is just the end competition and all the, all the, so they're, they're just covering all the hullabaloo that leads up to so the slaps. So they're sequestered training, <laughs> yeah, yeah. training for the, the slap fight. Because, the, oh you know, God. the one, you know, because the one preview they show, the one guy pushes the other guy, the, the guy that got pushed yeah. lunges forward and tackles him. And then they cut away to like the actual slap. Is this a sign of the beginning of the end? It, it could be, because <laughs> it's like you know, because yeah. I I but that said, I sh will set my recorder because I so I can follow along with Corny. As the listeners know, I do record AEW Dynamite because I got to know who Twinkle Toes, McFinger Bang, and the the, the Puddin Gang. I got to know who all those people are. Right. Cuz he has of different course. He, has, he he has different names for he never addresses it by yeah, Dave Dawson the Diamond Kid. It's hey, Twinkle Toes, McFinger Bang. So and if if you're not watching, you don't know who Twinkle Toes, McFinger Bang yeah. is. So that's why I started doing both. Yeah. So I wouldn't be able to sleep at night either. So now whatever night it is, I will extend the recording because I want to see what it is. Because I, I would like to know what, what constitutes a win. I mean, like, I mean, because there's no way just slapping somebody wins the thing because yeah. everybody's, I mean, I'm capable of slapping you. You're capable of slapping me. But so is it yeah. a draw yeah. or like how, the redness on my face makes you the winner? Yeah. If your eyes but, roll up in the yeah. back of your head, is that me? Right. So, I, so, yeah. Stay tuned, listeners. I'll get to the bottom of the, uh, Professional slapping league or slap happy or whatever the fuck it's called. All right, let's rate yes, this. Yes, let's rate this. You're up. Absolutely loved it. This is why I fell in love with IPAs. Let me take the, I got like quarter inch. That's what she said. Sorry, the timing on that was fucking awful. But I, you got to get a sticker on there, Dave. I'm not smart enough two beers in to find the fucking buttons of the rim shot. All right, uh, let's see. Here we go. 
Yeah. 402. It, it, it's four worthy. It was absolutely fucking delicious. All right. Uh, I'm a more hazy IPA guy. And because it's a holiday, Dave's finishes his own beers because he's a fucking inconsiderate bitch. What? Normally, I finish some of your beers because you work in the morning. I oh. don't, but being MLK, you're finishing your beers, and this yeah. was fucking tasty. <laughs> you, you, you just went for mine, didn't <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, I, 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 I like to get a feel, see how much is left, and you fucking finish it on me, you fucker. I'm going to go 3.75. Now, uh, that is probably an under. I'm probably selling it a little short because the West Coast, and if it's a little piney, that's not my fave. I will I will admit that, but if you are a West Coast person, this is a this is probably exactly what a West Coast is supposed to be. So if I was at a at a, a judging contest and I was a judge, I would have to rate this a little bit higher. But I just that was what I wrote down before, and I don't want to scratch it out. Right, and I'm not even a judge, but I rated it a four point two because I fucking liked it. There you go. All right, our friends at Untapped. We're going to go as soon as I can check it here and see what the hell. Uh, oh, 3.1 thousand check-ins. So that's that's a decent sample size. Not too obnoxiously huge, but wow. 3.52. I'm disappointed. I don't, I don't know what I missed. I mean. No, I don't think you missed anything. I'm not sure. They went three eight three on the peanut butter milk stout. I get, I get their two. But different, it's not I the get, same people, right? I get their two different beers, and stout people are drinking stouts, right? And stouts, IPA people are drinking IPA, etc., etc., etc. Is it X? It's actually etc. Right? Correct. Not, but I always say etc. Everybody does. Etc. E T C E T R A. Yep. But why is it always I period E? What does that mean? Because like, I.E. like almost like in other words, or I I can't remember what. Uh, it, I'm going to look that up while your yeah. edit segment too, but because I.E. means basically, for example, yeah. In other words, the following, yep. Which I guess doesn't necessarily mean etc. <laughs> but but etc. When you put etc. Like you're thinking too hard. <laughs> Twix, mounds, almond joy, Reese's P- etc. Etc. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. the english language is a bitch but yeah so hey teach his own but i i think three four i think left then has been done a miscarriage of justice by the three thousand people on untapped and i demand they storm the government well mike while they're doing that we're gonna start our third tasting and this one is not gonna help out your um your efforts to you know get fit and lean and ripped and whatever. This is Cinegram on French toast. This is from Pigeon Hill, Muskegon's own brewing company. Uh, Obviously there's other brewing companies in Muskegon, but that's what the can says. So this is Graham's barrel aged recipe and it is 11% ABV. This is the banger of the night. And 90 IBUs, which I'm a little confused on, but I guess we'll see where that comes in. It's a barrel-aged Russian IP or Russian Imperial Stout. All righty. Oh, the cinnamon French toast <laughs> on the notes for sure. 
Mother, may I have another? Wow. All right. Oh, yeah. Almost like you're sitting at the breakfast table. The taste is not as strong as the notes, though. No. Because of the you, barrel aged yeah, kind of takes over. You get the barrel. It's good. Yeah. The, you smell it. Oh, there like, it is, though. But you, sm that, you smell it. It's like, ah, Sunday morning breakfast, French toast. And then you finish it, and it's like, all right, well, I just finished with a shot of bourbon. You know? So, yeah. So, the, yeah, the, the, the notes. But I actually, after than, that, there was a little that the, the, well, the French cinnamon, toast the, came. The cinnamon the, lingers, for sure. Yeah. Man, that smells good. Holy smokes. Hmm. I bet you by the time we get to the end of it, it's going to taste really good, too. Yeah, the only disappointing part of it was the can instead of a pint. Because, <laughs> you know, as listeners, yeah. no, I don't have a drinking problem. I have a stop drinking problem. You know, one, you know, you know, once the fucking door is open, it's like, hey, right. I'm going to like drop, you know. Yep. Just like on The Walking Dead, you know, the, the, the walkers, you know, they just keep coming, they just yep. keep pounding on it. That's yeah. me. And then you stick something in their brain and down they go. Is that what it's going to take for you? Yes. All right. All right. Well, well, what do we got? Segment three, Dave. Well, I've got I've got some random questions based off of some things in the news. I don't know okay. if you want to cover that. Yeah, let's do or... it. Let's talk. Talk to me, Dutch. All right. So, one of the things in the news, Julia Roberts. You're familiar with Julia Roberts, right? Mm -hmm. Actress. Oh yeah. When you said it first, I was thinking the cook, Julia Childs, who died like a hundred years ago. But okay, Julia Roberts. Julia Pretty Roberts, woman, right? Huh? Pretty woman. Yeah. Correct. Among others. Yeah. Right. Okay, she finds out that she's not a Roberts. Yeah, she did a DNA test, one of those DNA testing yeah. things. Yep, I knew this was going to be good for you because yeah. you're shaking your head already. Yep. So anyway, her great-great-grandfather had a marital affair, all right? Yeah. And this was on, she found or went through this process on the reality show Finding Your Roots on PBS. And apparently dad was Henry McDonald Mitchell Jr. Yep. So she's not Julia Roberts. She's technically Julia Mitch, uh, Mitchell. But I'm sure she's going to keep the Roberts name. So I want my money back because I I, when I saw Pretty Woman, I, I wanted to see Julia Roberts. So I want my money back from Julia uh, Pretty Woman. Okay. Why would somebody that famous do that? See, to me, that is so fucking... And actually... We're at episode 161, right, Dave? We are. I'm going to say episode, it was definitely double digits. So 10 to 99. I know it doesn't narrow it down for the folks a lot, but, it, you know, I narrowed it. I, I, yeah. I, I fucking weeded out 70 episodes. Right. Give or take. And I think one of the questions, I think one of our actual random questions was posed, if you were adopted, you're 52, I'm 55, you know, you're, tomorrow morning you wake up, you have tomorrow off because of the Martin Luther King holiday as a teacher. Your dad comes over and says, hey, Dave, you know, I'm getting up there in years. Just I do want to let you know that you're adopted. At 52, are you going to go look for your other parents? I'm uh, not. Yeah. I'd... 
Yeah, no, I, you know, unless somebody says, hey, they might have some money, I'm like, okay, well, wait a second. If there's a, if there's that angle, yeah. I might go. But seriously, though, it's like, you know, because right. I, I think the old saying is, what is the, the old pillowcase? <laughs> what is the old saying? What is the old, old pillowcase? Anybody can be a father, but it takes a special man to be a dad. Love it. See? Yep. Hey, you. you you know, it's not all fucking fun and games on flight football and anything else. There's some hard-hitting, serious moments. Right. But that's what I mean. It's like, you know, my dad raised me. I, you know, my, you know, my dad was my best friend. You know, yep. he gone too soon, whatever. I you know, loved him. I, I still see him up in the upper corner of the visiting section of Arthur Hill Stadium, spitting his tobacco juice over the side rail, watching me play football. And if he wasn't my biological father. That was my dad. Right. And Correct. I don't, I don't even yeah, want to, I, I, I totally don't even, agree I don't with even you want to yeah. fucking know right. my biological father. Yeah. You know that, so that's what, you know, so I, why uh, somebody of Julia Roberts, of you fame, know, and, fame and fortune and everything would even bother with such. Yeah. Some people I get almost, to that point. I almost call it, um, what, what was it in the circus? Um, like the bearded lady, no vaudevillian (laughs) type shit. Uh Because I don't fucking you tell me. I fucking send something to uh, not match.com. That's a fucking dating service, so you can get laid. Ancestor.com. That one I believe in. Yeah, (laughs) ancestor.com and whatnot. You tell me they can fucking tell me that my great grandpa was a second cousin to yeah, Abraham I don't Lincoln, even know how and they I ain't came fucking buying it because if somebody tells me yeah. I'm related to Abraham Lincoln, no. I'm going to say, you're fucking full of well, shit. Well, it's TV, and it's a it's a well, show, no, and even, so... Okay, but let's even... I don't even... Okay, for that purposes, you okay, I, right. I'll give a little bit of a side note to it. I'm talking for the average commoner oh, right. that fucking spends their full I don't know how they do it. Oh, right. it's like, oh... My grandfather led this small movement in 1880. Who fucking cares? Yeah, I mean, people... unless there's a pot of gold on it for you that day, it's like, hey, nobody's claimed it. I'm claiming it. You got it. Then it's like, oh man, I'm glad I went to that fucking site. Some people are just interested in it, though. But why? I, and again, yeah. fair enough. Because they have some time. A lot of retirees do it. My dad did it. You know, he was retired. Just very curious about you know where the family came from, where the tree came from. He's he's a he's a history nut okay, in general, and that's fine. In general, that's he reads fine. a lot of history books. That I kind get of a that, thing. but how does he know what he looked up is accurate? So what is, oh, what he is, just has what to, is the yeah. verification that, that right. that's accurate? That right. hey, you're uh, you're was on the Mayflower, right? Was on the yeah. Mayflower, and actually was the one that gave Christopher Columbus a handy. And was his right hand man in quotation? It's like that's what I mean. It's like yeah. I yeah. just because like you could. There's some people that claim send me some of your info, and yeah. I'll tell you. Oh yeah. Oh Dave. Ooh, what I'm seeing here. Yeah, Ulysses S. Grant. Your direct lineage is go traces back to Ulysses S. Grant. Yeah. Well, there's some of these history nuts. I'm imagining there's they, they still you're, have you're the pro- logs. What you should have said was. Really? (laughs) Really? (laughs) So uh, it was too late. But to answer your question, I think some of the logs like on the Mayflower and some of these other things, I mean, there are written documents with the names on them somewhere along the lines. And some people are just 
as much as you're interested in the NFL and what player came from what college team and how long he's been in the NBA, NBA, what the hell am I trying to say? Ooh, third tasting. Um, As many details as you like to have and be able to, I'm in awe sometimes when you're sitting here and you're going through and I don't think the listeners realize like a lot of this stuff, you've got some notes, but you're, you've got this stuff coming off the top of your head and some people would go, why in the hell is he so interested in this game? But, you know, some people are interested in the history and et cetera, et cetera. And so they document all this stuff and really research it and go look at these, you know, uh, you know, these pieces of paper that will, you know, disintegrate if they hit the air or whatever. But, you know, they just they've cataloged it and somebody's making a shit ton of money, putting it on these websites and you go and pay some more money to figure out, you know, where maybe you came from. A uh, couple things. Yeah. Number one, yeah. you're as guilty as I am. Corrections Corner, in-house, you said, et cetera. Did it's I? Et cetera. Okay. We've already established that. All right. Number two. I stand corrected. Number two, the facts and figures I spit out are documented proof. It's like, hey, Green Bay Packers won the first two Super Bowls. I know that. Right. I, I shouted out to the, to the masses. That's fact. People have seen that, done it. Right. You know, somebody says, hey, there's a document that a... Jebediah Dawson was on the Mayflower, and that was your great-great-great-grandpa. And you're like, oh, man, my great-great-grandpa was on the Mayflower with Christopher Columbus, or no, he wasn't the Mayflower. The Mayflower was a pilgrim. Whatever the fuck, whoever the fuck was steering that fucking thing. Yeah, yeah, Christopher Columbus would have been well before the fucking pilgrims, but the Mayflower, and you're like, okay, okay, so Jebediah Dawson was on that. What what does that mean to you, really? In all seriousness, what does that mean? Do you really give a fuck that your great-great-great-grandfather was on the Mayflower? Some people do. Some people do. Do you? Do well, I? You're yeah, asking me yeah, if yeah, I do. Do you care? I think it's interesting. I don't know that I would have okay. dug that deep. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Excellent point. You think it's interesting. Yeah. Okay, it's interesting. Now, prove to me that fucking shit's f- real. Can't. And that's why it's all bullshit, in my opinion. Because, okay, somebody tells you, you fill out something, you pay $39.99. Right. And it's, oh, Jesus, Jesus, you're a direct descendant of Calvin Coolidge, president of the United States. You look at that, and, you know, the same dumb person that calls a talk show and spills, like Dr. Laura, they spill their, oh, my husband cheated on me, and I don't know what to do. And she says three sentences to her, oh, thank you, Dr. Laura, my life has been changed. Your life has changed on a one-minute phone call? What are you fucking talking about? But anyway, oh, I'm a d- direct descendant of Calvin Coolidge. That's amazing. I can't believe it. I'm related. And, and I'm my first, when you bring that up on the pod, my first thing to, I'm going to say to you is, okay, well, Prove to me that you're fucking related to Calvin Coolidge. Other than that, something you paid ninety nine ninety nine for for a three month service said you were. Yeah. Well, let's put it out there to the listeners because I'm sure with all of our millions of yeah. listeners, there's somebody that has done that or gone to ancestry.com or something. Ancestry.com. That's one. Yeah. I don't think we ever said it because we said other names. And oh, now I think I tried to say it, but whatever. You did, but and you butchered it, but you did hit I, it. Okay. You nailed ancestry.com. You nailed it there. You know, do they have authentication or some kind of validation of where the information is coming from, documents that have been in some type of an archive, et cetera, et cetera? So we want to know. Et cetera. What did I say? Et cetera. Whatever. 
Okay. Which everybody says, and that's what we talked about in segment two. Fucking stay with the flow of the pod, uh, Dave, yeah, for okay. fuck's sake. All right. Well, Mike, you know what? Bite me. All right. Yes. That'll be later. After after hours. <laughs> hey, we hey, don't hey, do any hey, of that. Hey, we don't do any hey, of that on the pod. Hey, hey, hey. Um, so anyway, so I got your take on it. Yes. We've got your take on that. Yeah, Second Julia thing. Roberts is a dumb fuck. Okay. Second thing. Todd and Julie uh, Chrisley. Do you know who they are? Uh, Chrisley knows best. Yes, a, a stupid sitcom, not a reality sitcom. show. Yeah, thank you, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Reality show. I've shamefully, I'll admit, I've watched some of the episodes because it is so fucking dumb. <laughs> okay, but I, I, <laughs> this yeah, was good. guilty as charged. I have seen Chrisley knows best, but they right. they're arrest for like income tax evasion or something oh right? they're going to prison yeah. they were denied bail and the latest news yeah. out is they are definitely going to white collar prison uh for minimum seven years apparently but i think their sentence was 13 but my question to you random question yes. um this reality stuff etc cetera, etc cetera, et, et cetera. thank you thank you thank for you. yes i caught myself uh do you care is it significant is it going to stop people from... No, yeah. not not at all. But I'm dumbfounded by the stupidity of people because obviously they've got their own show. Minor network for sure. I think it was on like TLC. USA or, Network. Oh, it was USA. USA okay, so Network. Even bigger than TLC. Yeah. So USA Network, I'm sure they weren't doing it for fucking free because he was like he's like the governor or the mayor or a, a city official yeah. of wherever he was at. So he was kind of like a somebody going in, and now he's got a show on USA Network. And you can't even fucking pay your taxes. Pay your taxes on that money you make, and you're still making mm. probably. That television show made more the, yeah, than the, this the, podcast does. Right. I guarantee you that. It's tax evasion, but the other part of that, which... You know, depending on what article you read, the bigger part of it why they're going to why they are going to jail is the bank fraud on the real estate transactions that they were making to make themselves quote unquote All right, a well, real estate tycoon. Well, that's even dumber then because that they had to, something for the Bengals just going to touch on there, whooping it up. It's ten nothing Bengals. Now, could the government be going after worse people, you know, pedophiles, drug dealers, murderers, hitmen, killers, this, that, and the other thing? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But, I mean, how dumb do people have to be? Because you had a show on, if flight football and anything else was live right now on USA Network. Yeah. I think I'm sure we're going to be making some money from that. Between the, between the tax evasion and the bank fraud we're talking in the tens of millions so when you get into the tens of millions bankers and people tend to get pissed oh, to sure. the point where to the point where they're like yeah we better go after these guys right and, yeah. and rightly so so it is news but i'm just i'm but, but the question was you know should we care should that even be news or should well, we just go you're it, dumb bye-bye well i'm not now should we care i'm not losing any sleep over it no, no. right but it's an int- I think it's interesting on basically we should care because it's actually a perfect topic for a podcast like this because that's how dumb people are. They had to minimum the world according to Crisley or whatever the fuck the show was called on USA Network. Crisley knows best. Crisley knows best. Thank yeah. you. Minimum 
I'm guessing that paid them $150,000 a year. Minimum. Oh, the show? Yes. Min- oh, minimum. I, I, minimum. Going, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, going yeah, very yeah. Good. yeah. So if you have to start lying, cheating, and frauding people. You can't pay. When you're f- making $150,000, then fuck. Yeah, it's you can't you're drive fucking a dumb li- and go to fucking prison. Mike, or jail or whatever. Mike, you cannot drive a Lambo for $150,000 a year. You just can't do it. Right, so okay, they're making more than that. So that's <laughs> no. what I'm saying. So no, no, is- no, no. I'm just saying I'm being facetious in the sense that for some reason they needed to have, you know, a fifty, a fifty thousand square foot home and drive a Lamborghini. And, and- I guess, but I'm guessing they were making enough from USA Network because nah. I, yeah. I, I guarantee that fucking show paid them at least a quarter of a million dollars. Okay, minimum. Maybe you still can't. Yeah, they, they still were living a lifestyle. Well, it, it, well, well above that. Right. So, yeah, the yeah. listeners are dumb. Fuck them. <laughs> okay. Last one. Okay. The, yeah. This is now some, this is making like National Geographic and some environmental news, and now it made it into the Apple news. So you've heard of uh, like, um, oh, shit. Um, like uh, bird farms. Um God, I keep wanting to say partridges for crying out loud. Pheasants. Like, people will grow pheasants. They'll raise them for hunting. They'll raise them for whatever. It's the third pod. Give me some slack. Uh, Third pod. Third third, third segment. (laughs) I'm losing it, Yeah, I'm following you, This Pigeon Hill is really getting to me right now. I'm following you. Um, You're sitting next to a seasoned alcoholic. I can see see the fucking trouble signs. (laughs) So... The, uh, the pheasant farms where they raise them yes. and then they go, they, you know, they take them to people that let them go and people shoot them and et cetera, et cetera. Deer farms, right? Or ranches where, you know, there's. Now you're just doing that on purpose. Et cetera. <laughs> Why is it buggy? Just let it go. Well, because we fucking corrected it in All segment right. two. Anyway, et cetera. Yes, so thank you. So the, the deer ranches where they grow these big bucks and people go inside the ranches. And so in, in Africa, there are these ranches where they grow, raise. Why do I keep saying grow? It's not a goddamn plant. Yeah, I don't know. So they raise lions. They actually raise lions. So I've been on a pheasant hunt before. Okay. Bird flies up and you bang, you know, done put it in the back pocket and in the back pouch, you move on to the next pheasant. What do you think? There's some people that are kind of having a problem with the fact that you're raising lions and then releasing them on a hunt. And you get some guys that come over from the States or from Europe, pay big money, get in a truck. Oh, Hey, there's one. And you shoot the pheasant or the lion, the lion. I'm so talking what does about the, the lion, lion do though. The lion chases the pheasant. Or what is the pheasant? I'm just saying from lion? a standpoint of people typically don't have oh, a problem uh, with pheasants and pheasant hunting and and raising pheasants or birds uh, yeah, or some I, kind of small if game. You, if you have to plan your hunt, you're a loser. And I'm not even a fucking hunter. I could care fucking less. I go, you know how I hunt? Liz goes to Myers and picks out <laughs> steak, chicken, and right. whatever other yeah, I got you. living organism that we want to eat. <laughs> And we buy it. Right. That's how I hunt. Not against hunters, but yeah, if you're fucking paying $10,000 to go get that elusive black rhino polar bear, 
Yeah, I know there's no such thing, but I'm just, I, work right. with me here. I am working with you. You're a loser. I mean, it's almost like paying for pussy. <laughs> right? <laughs> Ooh, wow. Kind of? Wow. You can make a, you, and, you and, might and, be able to, if you expand on that, you might be able to make an <laughs> argument. Well, exa- that's exactly what it is. Like, you know, you go out to the bar, spew your game, wind up with a special lady, put the, put the fucking notch on the bedpost. You know, you gotta, you gotta go out and you pay for it. Fucking any fucking, I mean, <laughs> okay, fucking, right. uh, yeah. um, uh, fuck. What's his name? Uh, Eric Stoltz played him in a mask with Cher and Sam Elliott. I'll think of his name later. <clears throat> Rocky Dennis. Okay. You know, you, you know, Rocky Dennis, you pay for, you pay for it. Exactly. That's, you know, so if you can't get a lion and you're, you're going to trap it in a four by four. I know they're not the, even those plan hunts aren't that small of an area. I get it, but come on, dude, you know? Yeah. It's like you go out and hunt. Yeah. Cause that's just silliness. Yeah. Now, you, you now know. being there, I saw one ranch and there was probably, I'm going to say 60, 60 to 80 acres was the smallest parcel I saw with 15 foot fences circling um, it. That would be like hunting deer at deer acres. When <laughs> right. they're doing the, like, wow, wow. <laughs> Woo. Great shot, buddy. You know, you Ma, mom, is that a deer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not even a hunter. Yeah. Right. I got you. I got you. Opposed to hunting. I just don't have the patience for it. I have no interest in it. I don't care what you. Okay. You had a little bit different take on it than a lot. A lot of people are like, this is a, you know, as a, as opposed to a bird or some of these other animals that they, that they raise in order to hunt, you know, the, the lion is, they don't have offspring as often as, you know, a deer or some of these other and so to to, well, I, to raise them to hunt I'm them, actually, and they look. I'm actually on the same line. Those like like if you have to raise a hunt a, a pheasant and shoot it in the cage outside your house just to fucking say I got some a pheasant, I'm against that well, the, too. It's like a lot of it's like yeah. And the pheasant husband give it, give that pheasant at least yeah. a fucking chance. No, the pheasants that we. Uh, on the hunts we went to, they had released them. Chase McFer- Evan McPherson misses extra point. Must have. What the fuck? Uh, the pheasants that we were on the hunt, they released them earlier that morning or the night before. I can't remember. They don't go far, especially if they have the cover that they like. So we were actually walking a field, unfenced, and you either come up on them or you don't. Some of them may have moved off into a different field, but some of them stay there because they don't know what else to do. So it's sort of a chance. But like you're saying, if the whole entire area is fenced off, then yeah. they, you know what I mean? You're, you're going to bump into them at some point. I'm I, not I a get fan your... of planting the pheasants either. It's not even, it's not even for the preservation of the pheasant. It's more like you fucking can't hunt your own pheasants, you fucking prick. <laughs> so so you actually go on pheasant hunts where they say, well, we've we're... been on a couple of hunts, but oh. it was, uh, they were youth hunts. To just get the kids used to it. And thus, I'm not a hunter. I just don't see that. It's like, if you're not fucking Rambo and that fucking thing from jumping out of a tree and slitting its throat, you ain't impressing me. (laughs) 
right. give that fucking give whatever you're hunting a fighting chance. Right. You want to hunt black bear? Jump on his back, slit his throat. I'm in, show me those fucking hunting pictures, and I'm impressed. Right. It's like holy fuck. Not a from big half fucking grizzly bear <laughs> slit his throat ear to ear and fucked it. Oh, and then you'll be like, I'll be like, oh, now that's a hunting story. Okay, we know where Mike stands on hunting. Uh, all right, you said you had an... Uh-oh. Hey. All right. Or did you have one more story? No, that's it. That is it. That's I was going to bring this up, but you beat me to it. All right. Mine is almost good-natured, but I meant to do this time and time again, but while we were watching the football... Saw the commercial for America's Got Talent. And my fuck you is to anybody and everybody who thinks it's funny and or those who do it, ventriloquism. It's like, who in their fucking right mind finds ventriloquism humorous? It's like, well, everybody knows who's fucking talking, right? I don't give a fuck if you see his lips move or not. You you really don't think that fucking wooden or plastic or rubber figure on the guy's hand is really telling the jokes, do you? You stupid fuck. And it's like, but everybody like when somebody like and everybody's like, oh, 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 I can't believe it's like I go out there without the fucking puppet. Tell the same fucking joke. It's probably going to be just as funny. You don't need a fucking rubber figure on your hand because that fucking thing's not what's fucking talking. And I just I don't get the humor of ventriloquism. Now the Twilight Zone episode was cool because it was because that fucking thing got in its head and had him kill people. That was that was funny. <laughs> now that was funny, but I mean we we just saw a commercial not too long ago. America's Got Talent, and it was a ventriloquist. And it's like, how is this America's Got Talent? And he's making it to the final. We're, we're, we're bringing back all the closest of the close, the best of the best. And a, a ventriloquist is like, okay, well, lose the thing on your right arm and the thing on your left arm because everybody knows you're the one talking, right? Right. Because if somebody thinks the one on the right or the left is doing the actual talking, well, we've got bigger problems than this. So my fuck you is to the whole industry of ventriloquism because it's absolutely, I don't care if you can make your, you can make a sound without making your, that's not impressive to me. Right. And especially when you're trying to dupe people and That doesn't even make any sense, and therefore it's not even funny. And this fucking idiot's on America's Got Talent. Right. So that's my fuck you, because it's it's ridiculous. That's got to be. I'm going to bet the farm that this is the first podcast where one of the hosts tells the entire ventriloquist <laughs> community to fuck you it has to be but, but, yeah, and, and, but it was much it was much needed and much deserved because it's like okay you can make sounds without making your lips move but why what is the point of the figure and then everybody laughs hysterically like oh fuck did you see what that fucking thing said 
No, it was the guy that did it. He had a fucking puppet on his hand. I don't give a fuck how good he is. It's stupid. It's a dumb fucking form of comedy. And it, you know, it would be just as funny if the fucking person went up there and just told the story on his own. And I went went to the bar, asked a lady, jerked me off. And she said, oh, you got such a little dick, I can't find it. (laughs) And you don't need a fucking puppet on your hand to say that joke. Because everybody knows the puppet's not telling you your dick's small. You're just telling everybody your dick's small. The, the, the implement is the same. Yeah. It's just so dumb. It's, ventriloquism is dumb. And I, this is something that's been in the back of my mind forever. And while you were editing segment two, I was watching the TV and a, something for America's Got Talent. And not only did he have something on one hand, this dumb fuck had it on both hands. And he's invited back to America's Got Talent. And it's it's ridiculous. It's absolutely stupid. And if you think ventriloquism, now being able to talk without moving your lips is there yeah. And then there's I'm not saying there's no talent in that, but the props ain't getting it done. Right. It's just dumb. Yeah. So that's my fuck you. I had some type of an epiphany or some type of like future vision that when this podcast goes coast to coast and all over the world, there's going to be a spinoff and there's going to be a reality show called the world according to Mike. <laughs> I, I like think, it. And I think I like it's going to be a hit. I think it's going to be a hit. Oh my God. All right. Now Mount Rushmore for this week. Would you have a fuck you or don't? No, I don't. Right. I don't. Mount Rushmore for this week. Okay, we told everybody to think about like dishes or I don't want to say meals because then you can add all kinds of crazy things and side dishes and all this kind of thing. But just this one. So I'll give I'll give one of mine just to give you an example. Okay, this was back. uh, Shelly and I first started dating. Um, Can't remember if we were engaged or just married, but we went with a bunch of my friends to uh, Fishbones in Detroit. I don't know if you're familiar with fish bones is downtown Detroit, great restaurant. And you know, I I'm working, I've got my own money, you know, don't have kids, don't really have a mortgage. And so, you know, we got all my friends there and I got my new girlfriend slash fiance slash wife. I can't quite remember the time frame. And I'm like, Nope, order up the, um, the gator appetizer. The, I know uh, the uh, wild game, the wild game app. So they order that up and this thing comes on this, tr- on this big serving tray that you would probably carve a turkey on. Right. And it was a hundred bucks. So this is 1996, 97 ish, right around in that, you know, so 96, late nineties dollars. And so it's a hundred bucks for this appetizer. And it had, everything on it. It had alligator and ostrich and wildebeest. And I don't know what the hell else they had on this thing, but that was what I'm talking about. Something that comes on a dish. That was one of the wild, crazy things that we had had. I won't be able to come up with four because I'm not that exotic of an eater. Okay. But you don't have to, it doesn't have to be necessarily exotic. It could be, it could be a sandwich with a bunch of crazy oh, yeah, ass yeah, yeah, stuff that, on that's it. That's what I mean. There's yeah, yeah. two things. Okay. 
Um, the most exotic thing that I've ever ate, and in in most people wouldn't even find this exotic, would be calamari. I, it, to me, that's creepy. Rubbery. I don't yeah, like it. I don't like it either, but I've had it. But my most exotic creative dish that I've had, there's two of them. Number one, a few years ago on opening day when at the Fishmen ate, and I went to Jacob's Field. It was Jacob's Field at the time, not the pro. We had a hot dog with Fruit Loops and Coney sauce. That's what we're talking about. That was actually delicious, believe it or not. And then the thing that I make personally that I absolutely love is I go peanut butter gel sandwich, squirt a little honey on it, and then sprinkle it with the uh, mini chocolate chips. Oh, yeah. And then the third would be on a toast. This is what I call my dessert. I go tostada shell, squirt some honey on it, put the uh, mini chocolate chips, put it in the microwave for about 21 seconds because 21 is Roger Clemens' number. (laughs) Of course. And then when it comes out of the microwave, take a spoonful, throw a spoonful of whipped cream on it, and then fold it up as if you're eating a burrito. And it's whipped cream, chocolate chips, honey on a fajita. No, that's delicious. That sounds delicious. That's not too crazy, but... Yeah, it's not not really exotic, but that would be the... uh, Although otherwise I'm you know hamburger guy you know sure steak you know so there's no those yeah three things would be the only things that would qualify under exotic shit that I eat. All right, next for me would be, and this was a family tradition I grew up with. It would be straw family tradition. tradition. It would be strawberry or grape jelly on grilled cheese. No, I've never had it. Yeah. That's kind of people. I've had some people look at that and go, what the, what are you doing? Anyway, it's delicious. Your your eyes are rolling. Uh, You're thinking to, uh, about uh, it. No? I'm just trying to figure it out. It's like, yeah. Well, it's a regular American cheese. Yeah. A, cheese, a grilled cheese sandwich. Grilled cheese sandwich. Is the grape, is the grape strawberry in between the bun? Or no, it's bun? on top. You spread it on top. Uh, it's not in between with the uh, cheese. It's on top. Good question. Yeah. Yeah. Never heard of it. Yeah. Okay. Next. <laughs> in elementary school, this was a thing. I don't know why, but I actually enjoyed it. It was a peanut butter, mayonnaise, nah. and pickle sandwich. Peanut butter, mayonnaise, and pickle sandwich. No? No. Not doing it? I, I'm not eating it, no. Okay. I might do the peanut butter pickle, but the peanut butter mayonnaise is silly. That's kooky talk. <laughs> That's kooky talk. I agree. All right. Uh, and then uh, the last one I would put out there would be, so you have pulled pork sandwich, right? Yes. Put your favorite. Now, this isn't really that crazy, but a lot of people don't think to do this. They have a pulled pork sandwich. Put your favorite chip on there 
Now, I'm gonna suggest something with jalapenos, something with some serious kick, right? So you have a pulled yeah. pork sandwich, so you put that potato chip on there, and you know whether it's a jalapeno, whether it's a pepper jack, whether it's some other kind of a chip that's got some kick to it. Um, it's delicious, and that chip gives it some nice crunchy texture to your pulled pork sandwich. Oh, my dad always used to put potato chips on all his sandwiches. Yeah. Hamburgs, regular sandwiches, whatever. That's what I'm saying. All right. Yeah. So. So somebody out there might, if you're listening, might put, um, you know, might have a really weird, like. What sitcom did the sardines? Was it the Honeymooners? Ooh. They had sardines on Maybe. Something. Somebody, a sitcom out there had sardines yeah. on something. But yeah, I mean, like, in fact, like. Uh, Grandpa Blackhawk and I went to the Red Wing game. We were in a uh, club level suite. Thank you, Julie, for those seats. By the way, if I didn't thank you before, yeah, I was going to ask what the hell is up. You 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 posted on. Oh, it was yeah, amazing. It was, uh, I couldn't get season tickets in that section because I would I would literally, REH would weigh like seven hundred pounds because <laughs> the food they just changed out. And I had a uh, one was a spicy Thai beef cucumber. I mean, it, it was that big, and I grabbed it, and I ate it, and, like, even... See, now, Grandpa Blackhawk would think, he's like, well, now that would be an exotic dish for me, because I would have never tried that. I fucking grabbed it, ate it, and I was like, that's fucking pretty good. <laughs> yeah, but so, you said you were on flights, football, and anything else money or something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I just wanted to let the listener know I was fucking living... Well, I didn't know if you were <laughs> dipping into the account. What the hell is going on, and why didn't I get invited? If that's the case, if it's a flights football thing. <laughs> that's right. Well, you'll never know now. That Did you come amazing. away with a sponsor, at least from the trip? Yeah, the Red Wings are looking into our background. Okay, good. So. All right. Um, do you want to rate this? Pigeon Hill? Uh, uh, yeah. I think or do you do have that. something else? I think I do, Dave. Oh. oh. All right. Here we go. Traditional old school. Oh, God, I hate you. And I just Googled. Top 100 rock songs of all time. Okay. Lyrics from this, I'm about to read, fall in that. So think top 180s rock songs of all time. Okay. All right. Ready? Yep. This mountain I must climb. Feels like a world upon my shoulders. Through the clouds I see love shine. Keeps me keeps me warm as life go life grows colder. I know I should know it. It's familiar. Um, this mountain I must climb feels like a world upon my shoulders. You said eighties, right? Yeah. Hmm. See, here's my problem in the 80s. Pretty much the only thing I listened to was Van Halen. Uh... Now, clearly I've listened to other 80s songs along the way. Um, I've got an 80s playlist on my Apple Music right now, but it's not Sticks. No. Mm. Oh, shit. Foreigner. All right. <laughs> yeah. Foreigner. 
Yeah, okay, you can stop playing now because we're gonna we're gonna have to pay for that eventually. <laughs> I can't find the pause button. <laughs> uh, life, there's been heartache and pain. I don't know. <laughs> Come on, Dave Forner. Again. Ah, I want to know what love is. Yeah, okay. All right, come on. I want to know where love right. is. Sorry. Another substandard effort from me from the... Are you paying attention, Dave? Yeah, but I'm not all into that pussy ballad shit. That's considered the number 13 rock song. Of that's the not year. a rock song. That's, that's a ballad. According to Google, it's the number 13 well, rock song. <laughs> Google's stupid. All right. They, they always get me lost, too, if you do the... <laughs> maps all right i think it's time to rate centigram on french toast all right my got, turn uh, yep your turn and i've got mine rated so as a and as i thought it would this is getting better and better and better as i get to the bottom i'm gonna i have to put this at this has got to fit into four point range so i got to put it at a 4.05 all right, and I liked it just a little better than you did because I went 4.11. Nice. So you had 4.11, and I had 4.05. And let's see what our friends at Untapped. Come on, I got this. 3.8 thousand check-ins, so a decent sample size, again. Yeah, same as uh, yeah. Muff then. Yep. 4.29. So you were a little bit closer than I was to the untapped crowd. 4.29. Solid, solid rating. Yeah, that, that was ab- absolutely spectacular. Would like to have another. The only, I, the only drawback to it was it wasn't a pint; it was a, a can. And therefore, as I look down the bottom of my glass, I can see I'm out of beer. And as the late great Stuart Scott would say. You ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck up out of here.